What's up guys and welcome to Blueprint Let's Go. My name is Colin and welcome to a little bit of affirmation and attraction, motivation and mindset. This is my journey and I want to welcome you guys along this journey where we're going to dive into everything that we want in life and really build the daily habits that will help us achieve those wants. Morning guys, welcome back to Blueprint Let's Go. So these past couple of weeks, I'll just give you a quick update on what's going on. I'm about to leave the country this week. Uh, I closed on a land deal. So I'll be going over there to sign all the contracts and then speak to a couple of the GCs um, to build a home on that property. But I've come across this property and man, it is maxing me. I just cannot do the mental math on this property. No matter who I ask, I just can't figure it out. Um, most people I think would have just collapsed on this deal by now and moved on, but I want to really try to make this deal work. Um, I'm in the car again, so I apologize for those dings and beeps. I'm down at the beach um, right before I head into work. But I ran into one of my friends and colleagues last week. Actually, I can't even say last week, yesterday. And she's one of those people where she's like, I can't turn off my head. I haven't had any sleep. I just haven't been sleeping well. I just, for some reason or another, I just cannot stop thinking. And I just said, hey, I'm not giving advice, but this is just something that's worked for me because I, like you, cannot turn off my head. I'm always thinking about business. I'm always thinking about the next deal. I'm thinking about operations here at the business. I'm thinking about philanthropy. So I'm always thinking about something. But for me, it's not cluttering my head because I'm thinking about the things I want to think about. Her, on the other hand, she's thinking about all these random things that's I have to accomplish this at work. She carries three cell phones, so if it's not one cell phone, it's another cell phone. And my thought process, if cell phone isn't doing work for you, then you're doing work for your cell phone. You're doing work for someone else. You're at the beck and call. You're pretty much a personal assistant to everything, to anyone who reaches you on that cell phone. Because ding, oh, I gotta respond. Ding, oop, I gotta respond. Alarm, oop, I gotta respond. So your cell phones are pretty much controlling your life. But in her case, she's like, I can't sleep. Thinking about this guy, thinking about my job, stressing me out. And I said, well, what do you want to think about? And she's like, what do you mean? Well, I'm like, well, what do you want to think about? If all these things are cluttering your head and it's not the things that you want to think about, what do you want to think about? She's like, oh, I don't know. So I said, well, there's step one in it. If you don't know what you want to think about, everything else is going to tell you what you want to think about then. Your job one is going to tell you what to think about. Job two is going to tell you what to think about. And a third cell phone, job three, is going to tell you what to think about. A guy that you're seeing, he's going to hit you up, and that's going to clear your head. He's going to tell you what you're thinking about. So if you don't know what you want to think about, then you're always going to have this racing mind of clutter because you haven't controlled it. Now, think of it this way. If I have a cluttered head, and it happens to the best of us, sometimes I just can't even shut off my head, your muscle is always on autopilot. Sorry, your brain is always on autopilot. It's controlling all your autonomic stuff, all your unconscious thoughts. So even if you wanted to control your mind and turn it off, you can't because it always has to be doing something. Even in sleep, it's actively resting and dreaming and doing something. The only time you can turn off your brain is when you're dead. Other than that, 
You have to master it and you have to control it. If you don't know what you're thinking about, if you don't know what to think about, everything in your environment and including your unconscious brain will tell you what to think about. It's just going to run on cruise control and it's just going to run your life. Now, it's easy for me to say, think about what you want. But what we've learned is most people in life don't know what they want. Because your job tells you what you want. Your family tells you what you want. Your society tells you what you should want. But you personally, if I ever asked you what you wanted, you probably don't know or you'll deflect. How often has this happened? Hey, honey, what do you want for dinner? Or you call up your friend. Hey, dude, what do you want for lunch? I don't know, whatever you want, whatever you're in the mood for. Does that sound pretty familiar? That's why when I asked her, well, what do you want to think about? Absolutely no idea. If you don't know where you're going, then you're just going to hit cruise control and drive aimlessly. If you don't know where you're going, you're just going to keep going and maybe you're going to make three left turns and end up right where you were starting point. So I said to her, not advice, but this is my personal experience. Rather than running away from something, meaning everything in your life is controlling you on what to do and how to think, rather than running away from that, Rather than just saying, I don't know how to turn off my brain, because we've just found out you can't, don't run away from something. Run to something. And no matter how I phrase that, maybe one of these things will click. So don't say what you don't want. Don't think about not thinking. Don't run away from something. Run to something. Think about something. Think about what you actually want to do or what you want in life. So she's like, oh, you're kind of right. You kind of make sense there. Because when we run away from something, just like that analogy that I mentioned earlier, where are you going to run to? Because if you're just going to run away from it, you're just going to keep running. And that thing that you're running away from is going to keep chasing. At some point, you are going to get tired and that thing is going to catch up to you because that thing will always be there because you don't have a destination. We always talk about work because people's lives revolve around their work. What is the first thing you ever ask a stranger? Oh, what do you do? Or when you meet someone, the default is, what do you do? And I've said it, that is the most boring question you could ever ask me. It's the most lame question you can ever ask me. Because unlike the normal person, work doesn't define me. It is the least interesting thing I do. But I get it. It's the default question. It's the icebreaker. What do you do? But if that person does an uninteresting job, it's not going to interest you. And the conversation is done. Because when you ask someone what they do, 
unless it intrigues you, unless you think that it makes more money than you, the conversation usually ends. If you are a doctor and you're in primary care and you ask the other person what do they do and they say, I'm a neuro neurologist, you're like, oh, wow, that's fantastic. Where'd you go to school? Where'd you graduate? Blah, blah, blah. And probably both of you guys work in the hospital. But if you ask the other person, oh, what do you do? And they say, oh, I do supply management in the hospital. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Guarantee you that's your answer. But when we go back to that concept of work running our lives is because we're not going to something. We're always running on for work. We're running to that two-week paycheck. But after we get that paycheck, we're running away from work. It's a chore. It's a grind. It's something I have to do to get through life. But then when we clutter our heads with work, we clutter our mind with outside environments, we clutter our mind with other people, we don't give our brain that opportunity to work for us. What do we want to think about? What do we want to work towards? What are we running to? So rather than trying to not think about something, because our world, our universe, our mind doesn't deal in negatives. When you say a negative, your mind focuses in on that. So when you say, I don't want to think about work, all your mind is seeing is work. I don't want to think about my cell phone dinging again. Well, guess what? Your thought process is thinking about your cell phone. You're at work. I don't want to think about the boyfriend. Well, guess what? Your mind doesn't work in negatives. It's thinking about the boyfriend. Whereas now, your thought is on your next vacation. Your thought is on next time you're seeing your family. Your thought is on what is my exit strategy to get out of these three jobs. Your thought process is how do I buy a home in the next five years? Now you're running towards something. Now you have a thought process that's overtaking those things you don't want to think about. Because your mind has so much bandwidth, your mind can't multitask. Your mind can only accomplish that thing in the moment. So if you're thinking about dinner, jobs, boyfriends, work, buying a home, you haven't really accomplished any of those things other than to clutter up the bandwidth that is your brain. And we've all gone through it. At night, our mind races. We're thinking about the boss that yelled at us. We're thinking about the employee that doesn't listen. We're thinking about our husband that didn't do the dishes. We're thinking about our kid that got a C in school. We're thinking about, oh, I retired in five years, but I don't think I have a big enough nest egg. We think about all our troubles, all everyone else's troubles that we can't control, but we don't think about the solution, which is the destination, which is the thing that you're running to. So don't run away from something. 
Don't not think about something. Do something. Run towards something. Accomplish something. Because otherwise it would just be driving, walking, running, strolling, crawling aimlessly through life. In that first scenario that I brought up where I said I've just been doing mental math on this property and I can't figure out how to close this property. So far I've, and I usually try not to ask other people because if other people haven't been able to work on these type of deals, they're usually not going to give me a solution. But what I do do is I ask people who I trust and I say, what would you do in this situation? And so far, none of them will come up with a solution that works. But what it does do is it sparks something that maybe I can creatively work out. Because it is specific example. I could have just cluttered my head and just ran in circles like, I can't afford it, I can't afford it, I can't afford it. That doesn't fix the problem. I can't afford it. I couldn't have afforded it in the first place. And even if I had the cash, I wouldn't purchase this property. Because financially, it doesn't make sense if I just took out cash and paid for it. It only works if I structure it creatively. But everyone's telling me, well, there's already a first position loan on it. You can't do it if you don't get off the first position because everything else will be in second position. I'm talking about the nitty gritty of real estate here. Everyone's told me the same thing. No one wants to be in second position on this loan. I'm like, okay, I get that. What would you do? And because everyone is a traditional lender, everyone is a traditional agent, I'm asking for a creative solution from people who stick to their lane. I'm asking them to go off-road. So when I ask someone to go off-road, they're like, uh, is that legal? Do I have the off-road tires for that? So I'm asking because it may spark something. But hopefully, not hopefully, if I get them to see it my way and I close this deal, they'll be like, oh, shit, that worked? And everyone says, yeah, that's a creative way to do it, but will it work? Will the seller structure it for you? But that's usually my mindset. I don't run away from something and I don't run in circles. What is the problem? What is the solution? And if I don't have the solution, I'm going to figure it out. And I can't figure it out. I'm going to exhaust all my options, exhaust my mental math before I move on from it. So let me just leave you with that. Don't try to not do something. Go do something. Create your world, create your life. Otherwise, the environment will create it for you. And at the end of the day, all you're going to be left with is complaints and unhappiness. Run towards something. Blueprint, let's go.